I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi everyone, this is Kareem Cromfley, the Eternal Tavern Keeper from Chapter and Multiverse. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to take some time to tell you about a new Forged in the Dark role-playing game called Wicked Ones, and its expansion, Undead Awakening, from the talented creators at Bandit Camp. Wicked Ones puts you in the role of a group of fantasy monsters building a dungeon, launching raids on the surface to gather a horde, and pursuing a nefarious master plan. Along the way, there's pillaging, rituals, concoctions, contraptions, discoveries deep in the ground, and so much more. You build your dungeon over time throughout the campaign, with no two dungeons ever alike. Undead Awakening is the expansion to Wicked Ones, an entirely new game built on the original's monstrous foundation. Not tied to a dungeon, you instead take on the role of powerful rotting undead, who raise an undead horde to terrorise the living and spread evil across the land. You play out horror movie moments, leaning into classic tropes as you terrorise your victims, and play to find out what has brought your undead scourge against the land. To find out more about Wicked Ones, or for links to the new Kickstarter, head over to www.banditcamp.io. That's www.banditcamp.io. Enjoy the episode. Rusty Quill Presents Chapter and Multiverse Good afternoon, my friend. I'll have our fantastic new bartender and make your usual order right away. They are quite adept at flair bartending, but that may be just because they have several muscular arms. But before I go on too much of a tangent, 
I should get you up to speed on our Taj team. Adib and his companions finally managed to get to his sister's gig, and while they were there, they also resolved a bit of family tension. But after the confrontation with Aquila, Joseph had to act quickly in order to gain as much information about his former mentor as possible. Hello and welcome back to Chapter and Multiverse, the actual play podcast where we explore the same city across multiple parallel universes. I am your game master, Maddie Searle. My pronouns are she, her, and today we are continuing our campaign of Masks, a new generation which is designed by Brendan Conway and allows our players to take on the role of young superheroes. But before we go any further, I must introduce our wonderful and talented players. Could you please let me know your name and pronouns and your character's name and pronouns, starting with Lydia. Hi, I'm I'm Lydia, she, they, and I am playing Minnie Smithson, who uses she, her. And Pip. Hello there, I'm Pip Gladwin, and I'll be playing Joseph Teller, aka, like, not, I guess, not really Zenith anymore. Like, that's, I don't know, just Joseph Teller, I guess, for now. He's fine, and everything is fine. And our pronouns are uh, he and him. And Ahmed. Hello, I'm Ahmed Jabri, and I guess I'm getting back to being stoked to be here. (laughs) 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 I am playing Adib uh, bin Yislam, a.k.a. The Turban. Adib's pronouns are he and him. Wonderful. And Lori. Hello, I am Lori Ann Davis, and I am playing Blade with Morgan, a.k.a. Siphon. Both of our pronouns are she, her. And so last we left off, Joseph went back to Aquila's HQ, the Eerie, and had a confrontation which ended in her telling him to get out and him leaving. So we don't know exactly what the aftermath of that is going to be. Uh, meanwhile, our three other heroes went to check in on the grey box and found it completely empty with no bluebell or plants to be found. And they also went to Amal's gig where there was an awkward moment with Amira, Adib and Amal's mother, turning up, um, being angry that she hadn't been told about this thing happening. Uh, but it ended in some reconciliation and understanding, which was very lovely. Yay. And so as we pick up, I would like to ask, where is Joseph? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few things, I guess, I guess, Maddie. Number one, because... I have a set amount of time before Aquila realises that I have stolen their phone. (laughs) So I think my first move is to get everything that I can off it. Specifically, I think what I will focus on is, is her connection to UTBC and the pilot program any any communication i mean that's if i can even crack this thing like i assume the security on it is pretty heavy but i've been trying to break that kind of stuff so uh, you know yeah. i'm basically looking for evidence that is my main goal here before before i assume this this phone i don't know explodes um or electrocutes me <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm gonna call this an unleash your powers slash training role because even though like the line between this and assess the situation is blurry, but yeah, I could either of those would work. Uh, I mean, if you're giving me the opportunity to use assess the situation, I will use assess the situation because I have a cool. plus two rather than a plus nothing. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. What about pierce the mask? Because you're you've got a lot of mundane at the moment, haven't you? Because mm. that is what are you really planning? What do you want me to do? Mm, what do you intend yeah. to do? That, yes. that, that Lowry is a just a tremendous pitch. <laughs> that is an excellent idea. <laughs> And my mundane is my mundane is higher than my superior right now, so yes. Yes. Let's do it. Okay. That is an eleven. 
beautiful. Oh, all the info. All the info. I will go for what are you really planning? And and also, well, I got 10 plus, so I get to ask three, Maddie. Yeah, lay it on me. Sorry, Maddie. <laughs> it's all good. I will go for how could I gain influence over you? Because that's a thing I've never had. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I'll take is um, how could I get your character to admit fault? Mm, interesting. So in terms of what are you really planning you have access to a lot of information but a very short time to do it in but um, if you are interested in UTBC you can see that they basically approached her as a kind of sponsorship type deal where they would offer funds and she would speak about them favorably and she would kind of protect their interests but she hasn't had any communications from them about the pilot program she has no information on there that you can find that implicates UTBC in anything dodgy. It's just a mutually beneficial business deal on her part. I'll say, is there mention of, and I've forgotten her name now, I remember the surname was Claret? Fiona Claret. Did she communicate with her at all? No, I don't think so. She was going through some of the more legitimate parts of the business. In terms of other aspects of what you're really planning... You can see that she is very much focused on the kind of cleaning up the streets angle. She's very much about getting into the criminal underworld, especially the superpowered criminal underworld, breaking it down, making sure it's not a threat. She has a massive blind spot for people in positions of power who are abusing power. She has no interest in like dismantling the corporate structure or looking at superpowered people who may be overusing their abilities she's very much like okay these are these people are criminals we must deal with them and in terms of how could i gain influence over you i think the answer to that question may be to show that you are the next generation of superhero that you are your own person that you are essentially she's a she's a thing of the past and that you are a thing of the future. Okay. Kind of put her in her place. And as for your final question, how could I get your character to admit fault? I think Aquila is someone who responds to cold hard evidence. And if you compiled all the evidence, all the footage of her messing up, then she would find it very hard to ignore that. If you were simply to spin a narrative around it she would be able to rationalize it away but if it was there in front of her in black and white she would have to consider it very carefully okay then i think i know the thing that joseph is going to do i have access to uh, and i'm guessing at this point what i've managed to pull from from aquila's phone it shuts down yeah absolutely just just bricks suddenly snake two appears (laughs) and that's all you can do on it I have, I mean, I still have my my mobile device. If that is still functioning, I think I have access to more or less everything that we've found so far. Everything we got on Clearvision Trading, the links to UTBC, the stuff that Adib managed to pull from UTBC before deleting everything. <laughs> I still have all of that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to parcel all of that up into a nice little 
set of files, you know, pictures of any of the text-based documents and then and then the, the, the documents themselves. And then I'm going to get my phone out. I'm going to turn on the camera. I'm going to flip the screen around so it's facing me. And I'm going to record a video. <gasps> my name is Joseph Teller. For the last 13 years, I've been trained by and have been operating for the former superhero Aquila under the codename Zenith. My mentor has been embroiled in a plot, duped by the UTBC into aiding a so-called pilot program, a project that manipulates young and vulnerable powered people in chapter. The UTBC is using a shell corporation named Clearvision Trading to cover up this pilot program under the eyes of CTO Fiona Claret. They know my name, they know the names and faces of my team. That's not gonna stop us. We're coming for you. And I'm gonna end the video there. And then I'm gonna send it to, not to UTBC, but to another news network <gasps> along with all of that evidence. Amazing. I think within the next 10 minutes, you get several notifications on your phone of UTBC branded news content that is discrediting you. Obviously not not with the a vast amount of evidence that you have, but um, just in kind of vague terms, calling into question your competence as a team, accusing you of property damage in the UTBC that is fair. headquarters, which is fair. A lot of this is fair, frankly. Oh, a lot of this is fair. I did hit that building with a plane. Yeah. Yeah. I did have no evidence. I had a hoodie on, they didn't know it was I me. I wiped all their software. You don't have access to that plane anymore, <laughs> yeah. so... What plane? I don't know anything about a plane. Yeah. So yeah, and you, you flick to the, the 24-hour news channel and you can see our newsreader saying, A new superhero team associated with the governmental agency Taj has been accused of gross incompetence and destruction of private property. Slartrek, Zenith, The Turban and Siphon, who only became a functioning team last Saturday, infiltrated the UTBC headquarters as part of a work experience tour. They severely damaged thousands of pounds worth of expensive equipment by setting off the sprinkler system and also used a jet to break one of the building's windows. Authorities suspect that the team may have been working with the established supervillain poltergeist that they have been seen together earlier today by witnesses in the Brick District. Tonight, we will be speaking to superhero experts and asking, has Taj gone too far? So seeing, seeing that all just like start popping off and like people throwing accusations at other people and all this kind of chaos just kind of starting around it, uh, I think he smiles a little bit. <laughs> I think there's this moment of like, okay, good. And then I'm going to take the bag that I have my costume and the remainder of my gear, not the helmet, but everything else in. I'm going to chuck it in a bin. And because that I'm certain is chock full of tracking devices, mm. I'm going to take my phone out. I'm going to crush it. I'm just going to stomp on it because that's also almost certainly chock full of tracking devices. And then I'm going to, if we're still the night before, then I'm going to head to the night jar. If it's still the night before, which we're saying it is, yeah cool yeah. I'm gonna go try and link up with the others then nice yeah it is about it's about midnight currently I am so impressed that with a phone crushed you know where to go because <laughs> since the advent of Google Maps the mapping and directions part of my brain has atrophied so like I, I don't know if you're like scribbling down uh, like an awkward map I've been, before you I've, crush been the I've been phone. running around jumping off rooftops in this building since I was eight <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think I've got Pip is dreadful and would be lost instantly but um, <laughs> uh, Zenith is is not Joseph rather not Zenith anymore 
Oh, <gasps> identity crisis! <laughs> so, yeah, I think for dramatic purposes, uh, you enter just as the family hug between Amira Amal and Adib is breaking up, and as the tablet that Minnie has from Tarj is just going off, just absolutely ringing off the hook. Minnie has no compulsions about, like, ignoring calls from Taj, as we've established before. So, <laughs> yeah. like, very much more focused on the family get-together. Yeah, yeah, Understandable. And so, yeah, Joseph enters as all this is happening. Do you want us to see you? Yeah, I'm not trying to hide. Okay. <gasps> Runs over and gives a hug! Just kind of goes, like, <clears throat> like, freezes up kind of completely. And then I think I'll sort of, like, pat you on the shoulder. I don't understand why you did what you did, but I think deep down you're a good person. And Morgan explained that sometimes people do bad things, but they're, they're actually good people. And I really think that you're a good person and that you're trying as hard as you can. And I... Minnie. I... Minnie. If I wanted everything to be logical Minnie. and explainable, Minnie. I would have stayed on Spec Markalon. And I'm just glad that you care so much, Minnie. even if it doesn't always come out in the right way. Minnie. Um, yeah. What? What? I'm guessing you haven't seen the news? No, we've been watching Adib's sister's band. It's amazing. Okay, so maybe shelve the hug and, um, yeah. I'm sorry? Morgan will be like, that's, thinking you're talking about what happened before, like, Mm -hmm. that's, that's okay, Zenith. Like, I think, I don't know why, but I think we can work through this. I think. uh, Guys. Guys, I jump in and just hug him. <laughs> yeah, and Morgan's like, God damn it! <laughs> puts her arm around, arms around everyone, and doesn't squeeze, but just like encircles you. I think we're gonna be okay. Guys. Just so long Guys. as we're making decisions together from now on, right? Yeah. About, Guys. So we we all agree Guys. about things that. Are, that so that we don't have any surprises for one another because I just don't know if I could cope I think I think was... at, at this point if I can have a tiny bit of, 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 of agency over the control of this scene yes. I think we start hearing people's phones going off yeah. and people are like oh what's, what's going on like lots of people taking their phones out and then like a couple of them are you know there's probably some there's probably music playing right now but a couple of these people are taking their phones out and like have it on you know, have the volume up and are just playing what's on there. So I think you you catch like moments of my voice being played out of other people's phones in this room. Uh, what's going on? Just check the news. Um. Okay. Uh, Minnie pulls out the tablet. She was going to check the news, but as she's pulling it out, you can see that it's like Taj <laughs> flashing red. Like, <laughs> incoming call. Minnie. <laughs> what? Usually they just don't say anything important. Okay. Um, presses call accepted. Hi, um, we're trying to check the news. Could you call back later? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm in my pajamas at home and I, I, I really need everyone to come into HQ as soon as possible because the news is, well, I think we just, we need to talk. Okay. We need to talk. We need to talk. What is the news? Well, Joseph has gone on record uh, accusing UTBC of being involved in this big conspiracy. I mean, they are. Okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> they and they have responded by outing you all. Uh, uh, as in, they know who we are. They know I'm an alien. 
yeah, they haven't used your names, but there are pictures of your faces very clearly and your superhero names everywhere. Forget what I said about the alien thing. That was a joke. <laughs> sure, it's fine. I'm wearing. I'm. I'm always wearing the mask. But uh, you were. You were in the, the the headquarters, walking around with no disguises on. Oh, no. Yeah, but I deleted everything. Like Control A, Control Shift, Delete. <laughs> <laughs> they. They. Um. I think. I think perhaps they have cloud storage, and everything was automatically uploaded. I should have emptied the trash can. <laughs> I think, I think either way that wouldn't have made a difference. Anyway, please come in to HQ as soon as you can. I know it's been. I mean, I'll. Uh, I don't know. Um, she's just kind of frantically rummaging through her house, kind of absent-mindedly, just kind of looking for her bag, her keys, her like a jacket, and she's like putting a jacket on over her pajamas, and it's like and just really not in the right frame of mind to be doing this. This is all on speaker, so mm-hmm. Minnie looks up from that to Joseph. And just... But why? People know who you are now. Needed to make a statement, I guess. Um, also... I, I'm going to break away and just go to my uh, mother and sister... I'm assuming my mother hasn't checked anything yet because she's distracted with what's going on. Uh, hey, Mama, uh, I think I left some stuff with my friends, so I'll just go we'll, uh, go to their place. I'll pick it up and come back as soon as I can. Uh, all, all right. All right, my darling. Um, yeah, just stay safe and see you soon. Always. Morgan's going to be, like, want to watch the video properly, so we'll be watching it on the, the tablet. Just sort of standing there awkwardly while you. No, do that. I'm gonna shove everyone out outside. Let's go, let's go, let's cool. go. So, as you're attempting to watch this video, Adib is shoving you out of the door, and you finally get a quiet moment to just Joseph take Cole. it all in. And as you are watching, we're just gonna take a short break and be right back. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
And welcome back. As Joseph's video comes to an end, you're all standing around someone's phone or tablet outside the night jar. What happens? What's your reaction? I think Minnie might be almost the least affected, so it's going to be the, the one that's first able to pull themselves together to say, why? Morgan has been very quiet and very still from very early on in the video. And then, so we're just outside the night jar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. We're next to the door. She's going to pull the door off its hinges and throw it as hard as she can, just not even caring where it's going. Push Zenith up against the wall and say, Aquila. Yeah. She's shaking. You've been working for Aquila. Yeah. I always have. She's going to punch the wall next to your head, like, obviously trying not to hurt you. Aquila killed my parents. And then... Just... Yeah, I don't know how to respond to that. Just colour drains out of my face, and I Joseph's just like... What? When? What? When I was three... I have to go, and she's just gonna run off. She's just gonna run off into the night. Because she's so angry, she might kill you. I think I get I get dropped, so I think I, for the second mm-hmm. time tonight, slump down a wall. I feel like that might... If I scared him... Yeah, for sure. When you, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm... Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm taking a doom point for that, which means Woo! my doom is five, yeah. which means I get to get a new ability, but let's deal with that later, maybe. Yeah... Okay, so I guess everyone else heard that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just on. The, I'm just. I'm just. I'm where I landed, slumped against this wall. Just like, yeah. I kind of felt sort of weirdly good about what was happening, and now it's just. Oh no! I'm it's so... just instantly, instantly nosedived. Oh no! Why? And you, you were. There's there's so many layers of lies. What? I. D- old were you 13 years ago? Eight. Minnie is doing calculations on fingers. <laughs> I mean, you were just a lover. That's not... She, um... She pulled me out of an orphanage. <sighs> um... Are you a villain? I didn't think so. But maybe I've been working for one. I'm so I'm sorry, Minnie. Ad- we Adib. should get to Taj. Adib, I'm, I'm sorry. Adib is just fixated on the device. He's like pinching to zoom in. If his facial features are clear or not, he's visible. I should have gotten a hoodie. Why didn't I wear a hoodie? I always wear a hoodie. Why didn't I wear a hoodie? I mean, to be to be fair, Adib, they probably would have taken the hoodie off. We were supposed to be on a work experience trip. If you'd covered your face, I would have been very suspicious. Even I know that. We we weren't very well trained, to be honest. This has all been a big mess. You should all go to Taj. I'm going to try and find Morgan. Let's go to Taj. I turn off my phone because I, I don't want to deal with calls from my parents right now. Minnie flies off in the direction that Morgan went. Okay, well, 
Morgan's new power is about to manifest. <laughs> she stomps off angrily, just getting more and more angry. And her new power manifests. And her new power is called Portal, which means I can portal to appear in a scene with anyone I want. <laughs> so Morgan is going to pop back up right in the middle of you all. <laughs> Which you've never seen her do before. Minnie has like flown <laughs> off in the wrong direction, so is actually the furthest away. It's like screech in the hover boots, eight foot in the air, turn around. Um, grab Zenith and be like, where is she? Take me to her now. It's the top of the apex building, but I won't be able to get in. I, we fought. I, I left. You fought? You're not with her anymore. No. I think there's like a dawning moment for Zenith, which is not great to only be having right now. Bluebell. Yeah, she wasn't in the grey box. Yeah, we went. She wasn't there. I thought she left with you. No. She she wasn't safe with you. Oh. That means Aquila's got her. Oh, great. Let's go look for Bluebell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should go to Taj first because they might have access to tools and, and technologies and, and things that could help. And, and information, some information. I think Minnie might be right, but we don't stay around long. we got to get ahead of this or on top of it or something. This? What is this? Don't say that they, they'd lock us up. We might go to Taj and they decide that we're more trouble than we're worth and then lock us up. I mean, that that wouldn't be good. That would not... My boss would not be happy about that. I don't know. I'm not the leader. What do we do? Why are you looking at me? I, I am... I'm just following you. Well, that wasn't smart. It's not like any of us know what to do in this. Look, Taj might be archaic and somewhat irrational with a lot of their funding but I don't think they're nefarious I don't think they're up to anything and we need help you know what I'm getting pretty good at reading minds I think we go to Taj and we stay near an exit and I read their minds to see if they're going to lock us up and if they don't uh, if they seem like they want to help then we go with them and we ask for help and we get help and we get Bluebell back and then, honestly, I'm not sure if I'm cut out for this Earth superhero thing. It's very confusing. Right, fine. Let's go. Let's go to Taj. And if they try to lock us up, I'll punch us out. Sounds good. Just so long as you punch us out before my boss explodes the entire building and turns everyone inside into dust. He can do that? Um... Cut <laughs> <a cut> scene there. <laughs> and scene. And you make your way stealth jetless across town to Tarj. On our stealth legs. I give everyone a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah, just, just like I heart chapter hoodies. <laughs> and as you approach, Vera is waiting for you on the steps in front of Tarj in her pajamas with a suit jacket over the top. Minnie quite intensely reads her mind. What is Vera thinking? This is an, I suppose, an unleash your powers? Yes. Cool. That is unleash powers. Okay, five plus one, six. 
Yeah, not great. I think the reason that you can't get a read on her is she's just in a bit of a panic. She, right. Her thoughts are going all over the place, um, not really settling on anything. You don't get any sense of like immediate danger to any of you. She just seems to be in, in a bit of a state. And she's like, oh, um, good, you're here, right. So there's a lot going on, and your faces are out there. Uh, I've been I've been going through the the all the evidence that Joseph sent to the Daily Cormorant, and yeah, it looks like you're onto something. And the reason that UTBC are going so hard is because you've caught them in a lie, and they're trying their best to wriggle out of it. So while it looks super bad, and my superiors are very very angry, I know that you are just doing your best and. I think we need to see this through. What does that involve? Well, we have Poltergeist in custody. He is our most he is our closest link to the UTBC pilot program currently. So I think I mean, I think we have to push up the interview. If that's all right with you, I know you're probably exhausted. Yeah, nope, let's do it. Let's go no, now. We need to we need to work tonight. Wait, I need to, I need to know. Yeah. Can your team do something about our videos? And they managed to scrub us out. Ah, uh, that is that is a big job, but it's not impossible. We have been working on uh, have been working on technology to deal with this kind of situation. I will. My father drop is a asleep message. right now. He always sleeps early. He wakes up to pray. First thing he does, he checks his phone. All right. My mom probably won't look at her phone until later, so I don't know how much time until they figure out that I am Turban and I don't want other people as well to find out who I really am. All right. But anyone that checks the news will have seen. Yeah. Yeah, well, not everybody checks it immediately. I don't check it except for alarms about poltergeist. Oh no. My friend, she would have they would have seen it as well. It's out there, man. Your family. I think this is happening. Indeed. Yeah, I'm sorry. The the technology that we have is still in development and I don't think that our teams can get it ready in time. Yeah. I think your family knows whether it's now or later, they'll know. But for now, you have a job to do. I will turn to, to Vera well, and Adib. Should we bring them in? They could be in danger. Oh. I mean, any of us who have people, they might come after them. Would they go that far? Well, luckily, I don't have many. <sighs> Minnie is, like, texting desperately, letting Benson know what's going on. Because, like, the most important thing for her is that this doesn't spark an intergalactic war because of some kind of mis- miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, that means that, you know, if, if she gets hurt in something that seems like it's a state-run operation, like, that could that could cause some problems oh. for, like, future... Mm, kind diplomatic of stuff. Or diplomatic relations. It, it's like, good to know that your terrifyingly powerful alien friends have such a hair trigger. Well, no, just, just what, oh, like, Minnie Minnie's, is... Minnie stubbed a toe, intergalactic war! Oh, one, of the, one of the whole reasons that Minnie wanted to come to Earth is that everyone on Spectmarkalon is, like, so logical and dull. So, like, the risk of anything actually going wrong is, is like, low. Sure. But 
Minnie doesn't want to be the person that's... Wouldn't it be embarrassing? It would be really embarrassing and it would prove her mum right. And that that would be like the worst. Mm. And also people might get hurt. You know, that's another thing. Yeah, people tend to in intergalactic wars, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so even if it's an incredibly boring intergalactic diplomatic misunderstanding that is mostly done through forms, uh-huh. Minnie just doesn't want that to happen. That would be very embarrassing. So, like, just letting, just updating, like, you know, so um, I've been operating as a superhero. Just like, <laughs> you know, you said that we should take some jobs in order to, like, expose us to different aspects of human culture. Um, and I may have been unmasked. They don't know I'm an alien yet. Um, just that I have superpowers and that seems pretty normal on this planet um, so that's fine but just you know don't tell my mum and don't <laughs> worry if you see me on the news it's all fine we're not revealed yet <laughs> kiss kiss <laughs> thumbs up milkshake emoji <laughs> yeah chicken emoji <laughs> Excellent. Um, so I think once uh, the storm of texting has subsided, yeah. Fira's like, okay, um, I realise that this has massive implications for all of you personally, but we have a limited amount of time. UTBC is on red alert. Whatever they're planning, they're probably going to be kicking it into high gear because they're on the verge of being found out. So we really need to get on this. And she leads you down into the containment facility in the basement of Tarj, where in a, because it's fun, in a Magneto-style glass box hanging in midair, Poltergeist is there. (laughs) It is suspended on these metal wires and he is just sitting in this completely empty glass box. Vera pushes a button and a metal walkway extends out. This is where the budget went. Yeah, this is where the budget yeah, went. Uh-huh. Yeah. They've got like bespoke cells for each mm. villain depending on their power set kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And upstairs they've just got like basic tea. It's all IKEA upstairs. You know? It's just Yeah. The, the yeah. tea tastes like dust. Awful. <laughs> But all the supervillains are really locked up. Yeah. Which, I mean, kind of fair. <laughs> sure. But they get really, they get better food than is in the canteen upstairs. They get like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to anger the, the supervillains you have <laughs> with bad food. Anyway, um, Poltergeist is still in his metal t-shirt and jeans, kind of slumped in the corner of this glass box. And... Vera opens a kind of airlock door so that you can go in and then closes it behind you and then opens the second set of doors so that you are all now in the in the glass cell with Poltergeist. But before Vera opens the second door, Morgan will be like, I mean, can he... Is there some kind of power dampener in there or what? Why... How is this safe? Yeah, we, um, we do have some special uh, magnetic fields that dampen uh, telekinetic powers for this particular cell. Right. You go on through... And um, he is just not looking at you. He's especially avoiding Adib's eyes. Is Adib still uh, under a condition right now? I so, I should still have uh, guilty. I'm gonna see if I can uh, see if I can clear that. Yeah. Again, like I guess just before they open the the second door, I'll you know we're in a small space. Everyone's gonna hear it. But I'll take Adib aside. Hey. Um, so I know everything seems pretty seems pretty dark right now, and I know you're worried about your family and and them finding out um but they seem to really care about you man and I think 
whatever happens, that side of things is going to be okay. I remember this this guy, he doesn't have people. He's just got you. So let's let's help let's help clear him of all of this, okay? Cool. I'm gonna make a low roll. See if I can help. Do it. Plus three because I'm suddenly very mundane. <laughs> That's a ten. Excellent. So you add uh, also a team to the pool. Yeah. Team to the pool. Perfect. And yes, you can... I'm guilt-free. You can... Your condition is cleared. Skipping. (laughs) After the guilt condition has been removed from Adib and the second set of doors opens up, Vera, with absolute exhaustion behind her eyes, says, Well, um, I suppose you're the ones who know the most about this case and uh, shoves you all through the door and then... It closes behind you and she leaves out the first set of doors. Minnie turns around and is, like, trying to yell through the door. I, um, I I thought interrogation was a a skill that people got trained for and we're just, uh, we we started on Saturday. (laughs) And, yeah, she is mouthing, I can't hear you behind the glass. And she just sits down on the walkway and, like, gets out a cigarette and just... (laughs) I think we need to investigate Vera. Like, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> like, Minnie is just like, this is going to be a lot of articles. And I I do not understand these people. Yeah. <laughs> and so as you are now alone in this glass cell with Poltergeist, who is very studiously avoiding Adib's gaze, we're going to end the episode there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Chapter Multiverse. And as always, I would like to ask our wonderful players where we can find them on the internet and if they have anything to plug, starting with Lowry. Hey, yeah, you can find me at Lowry Tweets. And I am also in other Rustic Will podcasts. Listen to them. Excellent. And Ahmed? Uh, you can find me everywhere at Mr. Jabri, mostly on Twitter, where I share Arab tidbits about tabletop RPG characters and world building. Wonderful. And Pip? Uh, Hi there, I'm Pip Gladwin. Uh, You can find me at Pip underscore Gladwin on Twitter, where I'll likely be sounding off about stuff that I am in. Uh, That will be time appropriate, because when you're listening to this, the stuff that's on Twitter will be like up to date. Because right now, I'm in different stuff to what I will be in when you're actually listening to this. So accuracy is difficult. So so check the internet for me. (laughs) And Lydia. (laughs) Hi, I'm Lydia. I'm on Twitter at Lyd Nicholas. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Show off. Efficiency. Boo. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Maddie underscore abstract, where there are links to all the various things that I do. And we- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
hope to see you next time on Chapter of Multiverse. But until then, from all of us here in the space between worlds, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Chapter and Multiverse is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. It is directed by Maddie Searle and produced by M. Lindemann with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner. The Eternal Tavern Keeper was played by Kareem Cronfley. This episode was edited by Lorianne Davis, Tessa Vroom and Kathy Rinella with music by Nicova Teze. Thank you for listening.